Hello and welcome to the first episode of Grass-Fed Radio here on Anchor.fm. How are you feeling, Chrissy? I'm chilling. Chilling like a villain? Okay, so um, I just have a very small, like, OCD confession to make right now. And then we're gonna, and then we'll like start rolling it out. I think I think we should just like start with being honest, and maybe that's a that's a good look. Yeah, it is. It is Thanksgiving week, and I'm gonna start with for my honesty, <laughs> because right now I have this awful habit of closing every single app out as I put my phone down. Was that what happened, Chrissy? That is exactly what happened. It was extremely unprofessional of me, but also a way of you know I'm an old man, so I'm getting used to new technologies right now. Actually, um, older than I am, and I'm still not used to these technologies. So this is new. This is our uh, this is our second platform that we're streaming on. This is really inventive and sort of like two with the times. I just I can't follow it. But what I yeah, it's pretty a little bit about this app. Wait, what? What did you say? I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off for a moment. You should explain a little about this app since you're the one who introduced it to me. This is like outlandish. Yeah, I was I was actually just watching an interview. The I mean, I'm always watching interviews, but I was watching a Breakfast Club interview with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk on it. And he's like an entrepreneur and like a mogul and just like everything pretty much. He's just like a really dope dude. Mm. And so I, I like to watch a lot of his different like he has like Gary V. Daly's like I like to watch a lot of his, you know, different videos and whatnot. But he was specifically on The Breakfast Club which is like one of my favorite radio stations. And he was like speaking about his new sneaker that came out and blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like going on about like different things that are happening. And he ends up stating that there is this, you know, this new app anchor. And he's like, yeah, like they really like hit the market with like next level podcasting. And they kind of like saw what SoundCloud wasn't doing. So like, you know, we all heard that, you know, a few months ago when Chance the Rapper, I guess (laughs) kind of (laughs) like saved SoundCloud. And I think, at least from what Gary V said, is that, like, Anchor took advantage of that moment and was like, okay, what can we do to, like, kind of next level it for the podcasting? Because obviously, like, both Chrissy and I, like, coming from WRNU and also SoundCloud, where we have, like, a lot of our shows uploaded, um, we were paying, like, a yearly fee for that. And, you know, it's a chunk of change for just uploading stuff, so... Right now, it's free on Anchor. Like, that's one of, like, the better things about the app. And then as well as, like, the connection where you can speak with different, um, like, it's just a very nice, like, social platform where we could speak with a lot of different people. Yeah. When you actually um, introduced the idea of the app to me, I couldn't visualize it. But now that we're using it, I mean, this is is badass. So, I mean, hey. Yeah, it's pretty. We're moving into a different. Yeah, a very, a very different world right now. I feel like we're on this awkward, like, uh, this awkward conference call almost, where you it's know, like... I was thinking the same thing. I'm, like, sitting at home, and I'm looking for a microphone or something to grab or a headset, and I'm just, I'm casual, and it's... <laughs> it's yeah, I think, I, I think if we close our eyes, we can, like, almost picture ourselves next to each other. <laughs> um, but let's get started. Um, so we typically do, like, this is Grassfed Radio. We typically do our show via Rutgers Nork, like, radio station, which is WRNU. We're still going to be streaming out of WRNU, but we're going to be also streaming from Anchor, which is, you know, what we're on right now is the platform. Um, we did not have a show this past Saturday, which is our typical, you know, weekly show for one specific reason, if Chrissy wants to 
get into that yes. moment? <laughs> the building was being tested for asbestos, which is so interesting. And I want to throw Rutgers out there for a second because it's, <laughs> it's a relatively clean building. But a couple of months ago, Josh and I were in there just, you know, doing our thing. And Josh got deathly ill. <laughs> Maybe about two days after we were in that specific room. So I'm glad yeah. that they're testing this room for asbestos because it had one victim and that was Josh. But the crazy, yo, so the craziest part about that specific moment is that we had a gentleman on our show that night, which we'll, we'll get into what grass fed is, so on and so forth. But we had a gentleman on that show that specific night who had written a book. It was, you know, self-published and, you know, so on and so forth. And we had decided to, do the show, do the live stream show right out of a record room that is within like the station pretty much. And that was our first time ever using or like utilizing it. And while we were in there, I began to notice that my chest was like, and Chrissy can like attest to it. Like I just like started not breathing. Okay. You know? And I'm like looking at her and I was like, is it cold in here? Like what's going on? But you know, also like, it was, it was all in his face. Like you just look over at him and, and usually he's generally just very smiley or not really smiley, but you just, you look alive, you know? And at that moment I looked at him and I was like, I think this dude is going to fall on the floor. I was, I was very concerned, but uh, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty reckless. And I, and I actually got bronchitis after, I don't know if like as best as best as I say that wrong. Really Kurt, Kurt story, makes fun of me. But, um, I, I just want to blame it on that. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, but the the better part about that is like maybe I could get a check from it if they're if, well if they test for it. Yeah, if they test for it, they're not going to give us anything. But yeah, so that's the reason why we did not do a Saturday show. If you were going to tune into that, you can tune in right now and for the next few days, as we will be on Anchor.fm/slash Grassfed Radio for the remainder of the week. Um, but otherwise, Chrissy, did you, um, you did you want to? You can tell them our, our cool links there, too. Otherwise, we should be at the WRNU site, which we'll be linking on our social media. We'll get into that later. But we're on Saturdays at 10, 10 a.m., which is really early for me, but I'm making it work because that's how much I love grass-fed. Yeah, and for the week, we're going to be doing a show every day just to like kind of roll out our show via this app. And we're going to be kind of going with different times, but... I'm sure if you, I don't know what version of like subscribing is to the Anchor app, but I know like for shows that I listen to, I kind of get a notification every time they upload a new show. Um, so that's, you know, that's pretty dope. Um, but we should maybe describe like what Grassfed is, Chrissy. Sure. You wanna... yeah. So Grassfed is an online platform and we basically bring in independent artists, usually local, probably from uh, most of our People have been from, like, the, the New Brunswick, Bridgewater area. Um, a few from Newark, I believe, as well. But uh, So we bring them on. They do their little live sets. We uh, just try to promote them to a different degree. And, yeah, we met a lot of cool people. It's been really awesome. We've had bands, Scarlet Sales, Cold Weather Company, Rad Hard. These are all really insane bands that are doing amazing things. They, um, they actually have a few upcoming shows. I know Scarlet Sales has a show. And which, do you know which day that was? I believe, I don't want to say the wrong date since we're live. So I'm going to run that back when we post this link. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And then we'll, I mean, we have the whole week. So I I think it was sometime in December. So we have time to kind of promote them and see uh, what else we can promote with the artists that we've already had on. But like for people who are listening right now, 
if you're an artist or like an author or any like pretty much anything artistic creative that you want to promote like definitely call in or email us at grassfedenterprise at gmail.com and we'll try to like promote it on this platform also wrnu also our facebook page like so on and so forth and uh, just because that like, also comes yeah. with a guarantee that you won't be infected with the asbestos <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so we <laughs> promise that was probably the a wrong thing to open up with like hey we're josh and Kristen. you might get asbestos on our show <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> unless you unless you call in on Anchor, yeah. Uh, I guess that's a way of them for it's an addition on Anchor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn, it's uh, safe out here. <laughs> so, are you excited for uh, Thanksgiving rolling in on Thursday, or what's uh, what's your vibe right, on that? So, this is interesting. I feel like we are living in a very political time. Uh, I mean, it's always been a political time, but now that I'm stepping into this this phase of adulthood, I'm sort of like subject to the adult conversation that happens at the table. Like I don't have that excuse where I'm young and cool enough to hang out with my baby cousins. Like I, I have to talk to my family. Um, yeah, you're like, you're at the kid, you're no longer at the yeah. kid table doing arts and crafts. You're where at the adult like table. there's like the good food. I'm at the table where there's like half a bottle of wine and like three slices of turkey because everyone, all the kids ate already. And I just kind of sit there, you know, and uh, <laughs> it sounds and you're like, thanks for the scraps, guys. Thanks we appreciate scraps. it. That was awesome. But uh, yeah, no, I love my family, but uh, it does get crazy. We do have a lot of different opinions and I don't know, I'm sort of on the phase of do we talk politics on holidays? It, it's sort of inevitable, but like, how do we switch that conversation? How do we filter that out? Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, like, what what's really interesting about it is that, like, earlier you said, like, oh, we're like in a political time. Oh, we've always been, you know, like you kind of said something along the lines, and I feel as if like we've always been, and but I feel as if it was less. Like people, it was easier to speak about it less because it was like less in our face every day almost. Where yeah, the people are like, "Oh, let's not speak about politics or religion at the table." And like, if your family really doesn't go to church on Sundays, and if your family really doesn't pay attention to stuff, like if they're not really digging deep into the political, like you know, atmosphere of the world, like you wouldn't necessarily like have to talk about it. But because it's like current events every single day, there's like a different story of this and that coming out it's really hard for somebody not to say something and that one person is going to spark up like 10 different opinions. So I feel like it's kind of inevitable for it to come up. How do I feel about it? I don't, I don't know if I have like a really big opinion on it. I don't really like it because of the fact that I get kind of passionate about it. And then you have like opposing sides where like, then you're drinking some wine and it's just like extra fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? And you're just like bugging out on people for no reason. So, but I, but also it's like people saying, Oh, like you can't speak politics is kind of like bullshit to me too. Cause it's like, well, why can't we speak about the things that are going on in the world? If we're speaking about other, you know, X, Y, and Z that's going on in the world, you know, it's, well, I'm going to tell you the interesting thing about my family and this is where there's that divide. So my family and not really my immediate family, but the, the family that I don't really see and we only talk during holidays, you know, those kind of aunts and uncles um, that don't really know your birthday, but like try to know you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So they, they never come with solid facts. And that's my problem of if you're going to start a conversation and we're going to debate, of course, it being a civil debate, bring me some information that is useful to the conversation, not just, oh, yeah, you know gas prices went up and that's the minority's fault and it's like what the fuck is that have to do with anything you know it's just it's 
it's an interesting concept, which is why I, I sort of avoid it because I they have nothing constructive to say. So what am I going to sit there? I'm trying to enjoy my meal. You know, when you're half full, you're half asleep. You're just trying to like hang loose with your belt undone. Like that's me during the holidays. So if you're not going to have anything productive or intellectual or anything to teach me or whatever, just don't bring it up at all. Or like, even if people like, see the thing is, is like, even if people don't have anything to teach or like, if they don't, if they're not really that knowledge, but do have a strong opinion, as long as you're open to other, to hearing other opinions, not so much like oh, accepting. Yeah. I, I don't even know if like you need to accept my, what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's even the approach, but I feel as if through the anger and like hearing and people not listening, that's what becomes of almost every single human. You know what I mean? Like right. for me, it's like, I could say it now where I'm like, oh, like, you know, as long as you have an open ear and an open heart and listen. But then when the person's not listening, I get like very frustrated because I think I'm just like, I think I'm just really tired of the argument part of it just because people don't, you could tell that it's come to a point where it's so dragged out that the people that you would normally have the conversation with or that you can break things down, it's almost like they've cut themselves off from it and either just agree to agree, like just to be like, okay, yeah, like you're right or whatever, like kind of brush you off or you know what I mean? And like, I also don't like that. Like if you feel a certain way, like show me what you feel like, let's do like, let's surface level the whole fucking thing and leave it there. Um, but I mean, we'll see. We only have a few, we have a few days and a few probably... days. Yeah, I need to prep. It's so interesting because my, my mom and I do this thing where, uh, we invite very random people to Thanksgiving dinner or any holiday dinner, like anybody who doesn't really have a place to stay or a family or is just alone, you know? Uh, so we invite all these random personalities. Like <laughs> if my mom is somebody at like shop, right? Like, yo, come to my Thanksgiving dinner. Like, it's just. It's nice. Like she, she checks their card if they have a butterball turkey, and if they yeah, don't, she's, she's like, like, "Yo, come hey, over." Hold on, I just took the turkey that you were gonna buy. Well, you can come to my house. You know, like it's just it's yeah dynamic. But uh, so with that being said, there, there's always just a lot of different personalities. Um, like my mom has this one friend who I don't even know how they're friends because they're absolutely nothing alike. And this woman just like she really cares about me but always has something to say you know and this is my segment called thanksgiving clapback because this is where we get in <laughs> i know this woman probably isn't listening because she has no access to the outside world uh but oh my god she like just totally dreads everything that i do she like hates my piercing hates my tattoos hates the way i dress always has something to say about my hair like this woman is just she she picks reasons to hate me you know and you know how that feels when you're just like trying to eat your stuffing and just like really get into the mood you know and maybe thanksgiving is a little more lenient but like christmas is always just like the really fucked up place to do that <laughs> you got like the merry ass christmas music in the background and then somebody's just shitting on you across the table like it's just it's weird it's interesting yeah they're just they're uh, just coming they're coming for your life for no reason i literally like thanksgiving's on thursday yeah? uh yeah yeah so yeah, it, it always Friday, falls on a Thursday, yeah. Friday, we're going to have a very interesting show because I know that I'm going to have stories on story. We could probably actually do about a four-hour show, like an hour per story. Oh, my God. It's, it's actually going to be really dope because, like, right now, I feel as if this is, yeah, we're, like, going to set up. We're setting up for the Friday show. So this is, like, the prelude or whatever. We're, like, kind of saying what has occurred. what, ha But also, I mean, I'm, like, going in 10 different directions, but... Thanksgiving for me is actually not going like that's not really the political thing at all just because I it's more like low-key where it's like 
you know, my family that like lives in my home and also my brother, I mean, my brothers don't live at home anymore, but like, you know, like yeah. my family that's at home and then just like my grandma and my titi. And so that, that's mainly like where we're at. Um, so and then like, and then <laughs> what's up? I'm going to come to your house instead. Yo, the, the food's going to be lit down there, but it'll, it'll be calm. But I always feel like Christmas is always like a bigger party. So like there's more personalities and stuff like, right. and different, opi- different, difference in opinions. So I think that'll be, you know, that'll be that. But if anybody has here on the anchor, you know, anchor platform, we would love to like pitch a question out to you guys. Do you think that politics should be spoken about? At the dinner table during the holiday, I mean, at the dinner table is like, meh, like kind of broad, but like during the holidays at the dinner table with like your family that's coming over or like where you're going, we'd love to hear from you if you guys want to call in, let us know so we can feature those answers on the show. Yeah. And that you actually cringed at, uh, like when you said, oh, the dinner table. But I do feel that the dinner table is definitely one of the most awkward places to start a conversation because it's the same thing as sort of like being in a car. Granted, you're not moving, but leaving the dinner table is always just a very awkward like (laughs) no matter what it is like a fight even on a random Tuesday it's just uncomfortable you know because you have to make the scene where you like not only have to get out of the table swiftly but you have to like walk away from it with the right kind of attitude so you know that you've made your place there (laughs) yeah well you know what's crazy like earlier today I saw this meme off of like a ran it's like this random Facebook page that I follow like things mommies do or I don't know it's like a mommy page I think you I think you like it as well but uh there was this one meme that was like, yo, have you ever flipped out and gotten so crazy that like midway through your crazy, you realize that you're actually just a fucking psychopath and then you like, and you like recognize that and you're conscious of it, but then you kind of have to continue being crazy just so people don't know that, you know, that like, you know what I mean? Like you don't give them the benefit of the doubt and you're like, yeah, and you, you just keep like bugging out for no reason. Uh, so I read that today and I was like, yo, that's the realest thing ever because sometimes you're in an argument and then like, you know, you're wrong, but you just keep like picking at things to be like, I'm right. Like, it's so ridiculous, but like so many people do it. It's pretty funny. I, if we're getting on the topic of arguments now, I, I'm not an argumentative person. I'm actually, I, I can pride myself in being really patient and like, I allow myself to sit down no matter our opinions or whatever. The one person who has the ability to piss me off beyond belief is my sister. And I realized this yesterday. I'm just like calling everyone out on this on this new platform. It's like new platform, new me. But like uh, <laughs> I just, new platform, who it is? <laughs> I realized that I have this weird thing I do when I do get angry is like I just make really weird noises or like faces to just kind of like internalize my anger where at one point you can't really see me right now. Like we're usually on camera on grass fed, but. I'll have to redo this face next time we're on camera because I was just looking at her and you could just see it in my face. And I made the most disgusting, ugly, just like, and like, that's my way of dealing with that. And I said, absolutely nothing. That's all I did. I just went, and I just walked away. And that (sighs) was my way of coping with that. So hopefully there's a lot of that on things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you can't verbalize like how angry you are in a facial (laughs) expression kind of. Yeah. I just like went up to my room and laughed at myself at that point. I was like, wow, that was ugly. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> that that was that was quite the ugly face. That was quite the ugly, not a way to leave an argument, but it's cool. Yo, the other day I saw the movie Wonder. Have you heard you've heard of this Wonder. movie or I have not. So it's the I don't know if this is the correct way of saying it, if this is the politically correct way. I think it might be, but like the kid that was born like with like I guess 
a disorder, like where his face is all like, and he had to have like a ton of oh surgeries and stuff. I saw the trailer for this movie. Now that you're talking, I sobbed my eyes out. <laughs> I sobbed my eyes out of the trailer. Dude, the movie is crazy sad. Like, I'm yeah. sorry to anyone if I like said that the wrong way, but apparently it's based off of a book. Like Kurt's brother Justin has read the book, so he was like, he came out with us as well, and. He was like, oh, like, it's based on a book, blah, blah, I was like, oh, shit, like, I didn't know it was based on a book, you know? And then my mom is over here telling me, because I told my mom I saw the movie, my mom's telling me that there's, like, this 20, like, there was this, like, 2020 episode on, like, a fam, like, it wasn't based on the family, but this family that has gone through, like, this with their child read that book, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, like, and then they reached out to, like, the author or whatever, and they're like, yo, this is crazy. Like, literally, you wrote a book about our life. Like, they were saying... To the woman or the man, who, the author who wrote it, um, they were saying, like, yo, are you watching us? Like, this is literally our life. But the movie is, like, I recommend it so much because at least, like, for my takeaway on it, it was really, it was really a moment where, like, I'm watching a movie, like, I'm watching a movie and I'm crying, I'm, I'm, I'm a crier and a half. So, like, I'm crying, right? Like, at certain moments. But, like, not only because, like, I'm sad for the character, but because, like, and it's not like I can relate to, like, the physical aspect of, like, not getting along in a school at a young age or, you know what I mean? Like, people just looking at me and me just looking very different. Like, that wasn't really the aspect that I, like, was with. But just kind of kids being dicks, like, and growing up and, like. Yeah, kids are out so awful. Like, but, but just, like, being around it. So, like, I was relating it to when I, like, first moved to Bridgewater and, like, how much people, I mean eventually like you know I, I made friends and stuff but like initially like people were such fucking assholes like and i'm watching this movie at the age of 25 and thinking about when i'm 13 and i'm like crying because i'm like yo this is sad like but then you see other people sad too that are like adults and you're like yo like it's literally one of it's just a movie where i think anyone can really relate to it even though you haven't gone through that specific it's like such a real like across the board moment it's well, just really dope. Yeah, i think when any people sort of take you and throw you in a corner and especially at like such young of an age that's a lifelong thing that you're living with and that that's just stacked on your shoulders and and I can't imagine I I know uh I forgot who showed me the trailer it actually might have been my mom and it was like an uh, a minute something seconds long and I got up to like maybe 26 seconds and I was like absolutely not cannot do this today (laughs) I cannot do this ever uh I'm probably gonna get around to watching it but I yeah, yeah I, I do recommend I do recommend you watching it. I definitely recommend like going with your mom or something because there's like I think I might go watch it again with my it mom. Emotional. <laughs> nah, like I, I think I might go watch it again with my mom just because like I mean I'm a total fucking weirdo and like people might not agree with this who like know my mom because my mom doesn't even agree with me. But like I look at Julia Roberts and I like think of my mother like it's the weirdest thing. Like I look wow, at her and I just I feel like I totally see that. <laughs> I, there's like certain features or I don't know yeah. what, but like. In certain, like, in some random movie, like, at some point before this movie, I was like, oh, my God, mommy, you fucking look like Julia Roberts, bro. Like, what the fuck? And so every time I see a Julia Roberts movie, I'm, like, thinking about my mom. So, like, this made it, like, 20 times thousand <laughs> crazier <laughs> just because, like, when we first, I mean, this is, like, you know, personal or, like, not really personal, but, like, whatever. When we first moved to Bridgewater, I was, like, 12 years old, and I was having, like, a really hard time like adjusting just because I went from like a Catholic school of like, like fucking one person in my class. I mean, it was like, you know, <laughs> twi- the only person in your life. well, it was like, it was like 20 people. It was very small to going to a school of like 700 people in my grade. You know what I mean? It was like right. a big difference. It was the first time I was at a public school where like 
I had to dress in not a uniform. So there was like that stress of like, am I dressed okay socially? And then I was like always chunkier, you know, as a human. Like, I mean, I'm still like a chubster, but like whatever. Um, it's different as you get older because like you kind of just love yourself more. But like at that age, it's hard because like you're young and like, you know, people are judging you like hardcore and whatever. Um, but anyway, so I was going through like a really rough time. And I remember my mom and I wish I still had the freaking card, but like my mom gave me this card, like a really sweet card, essentially like what any good mother would do in saying like, Hey, like you're going to be good. Like, but it was just a really beautiful, written, beautifully written card. And I remember that moment, like when I read the card and how great it made me feel and like how I like gained more confidence in myself and how things began to like roll out better just because I kind of opened up my arms to the positivity of it you know right. and so in this film like at one point the kid is you know he's sad and you know he had a hard day and he goes to his mom and his mom gives him like julia roberts just gives him like some popping ass advice and it's in the trailer so like it's no spoiler alert but he's like oh like they called me ugly and he and she's like you're not ugly like blah 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 and he's like oh you have to say that you're my mom and he's and she's like well does that mean it's any less like like of a reliable source like i know you the best so my advice should be the best you know like oh, wow. i know you yeah like i know you in and out so like if i say you're beautiful that means that you're very beautiful just because i know your personality i know what you look like like everything about you so i don't know i related to like that moment it was really nice i really i really do recommend it i know that went like way off tangent from where we were going with the show but like yeah no <laughs> I never really have a step where we're going with the show which is why grass is amazing because we just pull things out of our ass and roll with it. And it's just unpredictable. But yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a fruit roll up coming out of our buttholes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just picture that. That's a nice visual. But uh, <laughs> you know, I am definitely going to bring some tissues, some ice cream. Oh my God. Speaking of the movie theater, this is just another random tangent. Uh, I saw this thing on Facebook where, you know how you buy those molds, uh, like pregnant women. I don't know if they do it for like whatever costumes or what have you. But they're hollow, and they're just, like, a pregnant belly, nothing. In okay, there. yeah. So people were stuffing snacks in there <laughs> and oh, just shit. pretending to be pregnant. And I'm like, okay, this is some next-level shit. And I, like, Googled how I could go about doing this. And they're pretty expensive. But I'm sure I could find, like, a cheap one and totally get away with that. That's an amazing idea. And nobody could really question you. Like, hey, your stomach looks a little hard. Are you really pregnant? Yeah, but you could all you could also just bring uh like a purse or something I with you. I feel I've... awkward. You know, I just sometimes need to go the extra mile just to feel good about it. I think bags it always makes me so anxious. Nah, like me, for example, like you know, Kurt will always have like a bat, like a little backpack or like a like a purse or whatever. Like yeah. we just put some stuff in. I mean, give it. It's like the it's only me and him, you know. So like if we bring like typically it'll be like drinks that we bring in. You know what I mean? Like a soda or like a seltzer a or water <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah a bottle of vodka no we uh i've never brought alcohol into the theater uh actually but um yeah like this past time i just got like i ordered it there it's just pricey as fuck like it's crazy for like one seltzer like a small seltzer and a pop i mean the popcorn was like fucking huge it was a large popcorn because I was fiending the other day, but like it was like fifteen bucks. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like, no idea what possessed you to get a seltzer water at a movie theater. We have to question that for a second. I didn't even know they sold seltzer water at a. Movie well, theater. what what did that is the fact that like about maybe a month ago or whatever, I I think yeah, like this past Tuesday or last Tuesday made a month, so like almost a month and a week. I just cut out all soda and 
like a ton of bad shit. I've been like dabbling in like like on random days, like maybe the weekends, like I've had like cheat days on the weekends, but I've been like going ham in the gym. And so like my thing is, is like if I'm going to waste the calories, it's not going to be on soda because I went on this like fucking four month binge of like really terrible shit when I came back from Spain. And then one day I looked at myself and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? But you guys are going to realize from listening to us that Josh and I have very different personalities where Josh is pretty diligent with things. I started a diet about four months ago and I've seen no improvement because I haven't followed this diet where I was cutting out um, artificial sugars. And this morning I woke up, right? And I was just like, wow, I'm in the mood for something chocolatey, but like, I'm not going to do it. And I was really good. I hit it till about maybe 3.15, 3.30. And then I just went and I bought one of those Twix ice cream bars to get through my day. I just have no self-control. And, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty late. I mean, I think I think it's fine to, like, have the stuff. I think it's better to have something that you're craving in a small amount instead of, like, a bunch of... Portion control um, is very important. Yeah, I'm working on that, too. It's yeah, a but I... process, but I'm getting there. Well, I mean, I think that that's... I think that that's, like, the better and more beautiful part about it is the fact that we, like, little by little get something done instead of, like, binging it for like two months and then like dying off just praying that yeah i'm just praying that i continue on a good path of doing things but obviously the holidays are coming up so you know at least on that day i'll be like going to the left a little well hey i mean Um, told our listeners so we should kind of use them as an initiative to get our shit together motivate us everyone yeah Motivate us to be better people, ladies and gentlemen. Video for the people. Uh, with that being said, I mean, I hope everyone enjoys their holidays. Uh, you can catch us again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day until Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think we'll ride it out for about a full week straight. And then we'll get into our like once a week Saturday shows with like small segments every day, like from us individually or together, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go, but thank you so much to everyone for listening to our first show on anchor.fm slash grass fed radio. If you want to check out some previous shows, you could check out our Facebook page, which is grass fed radio. You'll see two heads floating around with grass on them and not miss it. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll be uploading, random interviews that we've already done as well so thank you so much for listening chrissy thank you for doing this as well with me still and entertaining yeah guys it's been awesome uh i really like this app this is crazy so i i would love to reach out to the maker of this and be like wow thank you for allowing me to sit on my ass and just talk (laughs) yeah it's really dope and thank you gary v for uh you know throwing this out into the universe for sure we love you all thank you grass heads have a great night Have a good night, Chrissy. I love you. I love you, man. Later, baby. Later. Later, baby.